at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. Lots and lots of messages coming through, but um, I, I, I absolutely agree with one of our listeners who said that the crisis is not over yet. The land has been in a constant state of crisis with poverty and hunger, and that is far from over. I completely agree with you, and I think that uh, it is something well worth looking at. Someone who addresses hunger, and uh, before we go into Petrolhead, we're going to go down to Etiquini, Durban, to the Dennis Hurley Center, to one of our favorite people, someone who is always making a difference and making change. Raymond Perrier, the director of the Dennis Hurley Centre. Raymond, thank you so much for joining us. Michelle, good morning. Lovely to speak to you as always. How are you doing? <laughs> well, all the better for speaking to you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Raymond. It's been a it's been a roller coaster week here in Durban. So that's that's what we re- we really just wanted to get some of your insights because let's uh, be clear, you work with people who are homeless. You are working with people who are hungry, deeply hungry, and uh, you are in a time where we've seen massive crisis, as one of our listeners has stated. Absolutely. And, uh, and I think the, the, the level of, of shock that Durban has gone through this last week uh, can't, be, can't be overstated. Not just, the, not just the physical destruction, but the sense that, that who we are as a city, what we stand for, has just been deeply, deeply wounded, not by outside forces, but, but by our neighbours, by the, the people we work with, the people we see every day. Suddenly, people have turned on each other. And uh, and I think I think we're all left asking really deep questions about who are we as a city and how do we rebuild from this? And who are we as a nation? Raymond, you talk about rebuilding. Um, Of course, you have to do the short term stuff, which is make sure that people have food in their stomachs immediately. Talk to us about that. So, uh, so sadly, we were not able to operate this week. We, we, we intended to. We looked at the situation and we realized that any attempt to step in and start feeding during this week was either going to, uh, to cause risk to our staff or actually was cause risk to the people we were, we were serving. You know, gathering people together wasn't going to be very helpful. So we restart. We will we'll be restarting on Monday, uh, uh, restarting our feeding program, targeted particularly at the homeless because uh, they're people who don't have some of the resilience and the resources. Clearly, we're all suffering, but uh, uh, but, but they're in a situation where they they haven't got the, the money. They can't queue for hours. Um, they're they're not accessing uh, what little there is. So we'll go back to doing 500 hot meals every day, uh, taking them out to where homeless people are to avoid gatherings of people, um, and also, most importantly, getting our primary health care facilities out there. And the health care is important not just, of course, for uh, keeping homeless people healthy, but making sure that they are a vector of health problems into the wider community. I'm going to give you a very good example of this. We've got some homeless guys who are, who are going through a program of, of getting through drug-resistant TB. They were in one of the big uh, hospitals, and they were released from the hospital because the hospital had no food. And they said, we can't feed you, we're sending you back. And, and these are people who are at risk of infecting others with TB. Thankfully, we managed to catch up with them, uh, make sure they got home to their families, make sure they were still on their medication, and so on. But, but we, we, there, there, there are consequences for everything, everything that's happening. Raymond, um, you talk about health, and I'd like to just jump into that quickly. And that is that for many homeless people, the issue of getting a COVID vaccine is a massive one. A, they don't have access to registering. B, they may not have ID documents anymore. They may have lost those. Absolutely. And I I am 
so frustrated with this because we have, so we've effectively said to the Department of Health and to Home Affairs, we will manage this for you, but we need you, we need you to cooperate with us. If you work with us, we can, get, we can get IDs for all these guys. If you work with us, we, can, we will set ourselves up as a vaccination center and make sure this significant group of people who are right in the middle of our community get vaccinated. And we've had nothing back from them, absolutely nothing. It's like we're whistling in the wind. And I'm afraid that that's part of a wider problem in the city, which is that the city functions, but it functions despite government uh, uh, departments. It functions despite the municipality. And, and what we've seen this week is this amazing outpouring of activity by citizens, but they're doing it because we've been failed by local government and by national government. So, Raymond, in closing, I mean, I'm going to quote um, one of our listeners, Livingston Madiba in Shashecho, who says, Shashecho says, I definitely agree with the last speaker, which was uh, uh, Paddy Lechloli, uh, who was saying that we are prisoners of hope. Um, I'm concerned that um, our government allows us to be prisoners of hope if I listen to what you're saying. I, yeah, I think that the problem is that the hope that the government sells us is, is a false hope and it's an empty hope. It's promises. I'll give you a good example. We were, we were promised 2,500 troops on Monday. None appeared. We were then promised 25,000 troops. They were still, we're, playing, we're playing spot the soldier here in Durban. No one's seen any apart from when the president came. So, so, but we need to move on from the empty hopes of, 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 of the government and take charge ourselves and build the country that we want to build and that we want to live in. A country which is inclusive, a country which is compassionate and a country which cares about each other. That's a good place to end it. A country which is inclusive, compassionate and cares about one another. 842.